Hi friends, welcome back to the Health Word Podcast. I'm your host, Elena, and I'm glad that you're here with me today. We all know that we are right in the middle of one of the busiest seasons of the year with Christmas just a couple of weeks away at this point. And I think it's safe to say that for most of us, making healthy choices and prioritizing our health goes on to the back burner during this time. It usually becomes something that we just push off until January, right? Then we'll really air quotes, get back on track. Well, what if I told you that there are ways that you can continue to make decisions that support your health, even in the middle of the hustle and bustle, and it doesn't require you to miss out on any of the fun. Today, I'm sharing a few ideas with you to help you do just that. So let's get into it. Hey friends, I'm Elena Davis, your integrative health coach, and I'm so glad you're here. This is the Health Forward podcast where each week we will be talking about different things that move us forward toward a healthier and more fulfilling life. Thanks so much for listening in. I don't know about you guys, but I am running at full capacity most of the time during this season during the holiday season. So the thought of adding something else is not really appealing to me. And I would imagine that it probably isn't to you either. The ideas that I have to share with you today, I've adapted from the one minute wellness mentality. It started with a book that I read years ago that helped really change my perspective on what a healthy lifestyle looks like. It's built on this premise that instead of continually striving for perfection in our health or in our bodies, we instead focus on trying to get 1% better every day. By choosing just to take one simple action, we can make a positive impact on our health that really adds up over time. So while these ideas may not take one minute, (laughs) they are easy to incorporate into a busy day and they do take really just minimal effort. So here we go. Remember, we are not trying to do all of these things at once. We're choosing one or two things to add to our daily routine. And then as it becomes a normal part of your life, you can come back to this episode and choose something else. Remember that little by little adds up to a lot. So the first tip or idea I have for you is to drink six to eight ounces of warm lemon water as soon as you wake up in the morning. Now, Not only does this help rehydrate your body after waking up, but it also helps to give your body a little boost as far as flushing out some toxins and giving you a little bit of boost to your metabolism as well. It's also just a really good way to start your day before you start eating and drinking coffee and doing all those things. And when you drink it warm, then you're not waking up immediately on a cold day and putting something cold in your body. So I think that makes it a little bit easier as well. The next tip is to eat a balanced meal before or at least alongside of your morning coffee. So if you're around me a lot, if you've listened to the podcast, you've heard me talk about this. Coffee, while delicious and one of my favorite things in life, um, it raises your blood sugar. It has some health benefits, but it also raises your blood sugar. So without balancing it out with protein and fat, you are more likely to experience cortisol or stress hormone issues followed up by a major crash. A lot of times we experience that and then we go back for another cup and another cup and another cup to keep going, right? So adding 
some kind of balanced meal, that means that meal contains a carbohydrate, a protein, and a fat, or even adding protein and fat into your coffee, I still think it's best to eat actual food as well. But if you're new to this, starting with just adding protein and fat to your coffee can be a great place to start. And this is going to help curb any blood sugar dysregulation issues. The next one is on the same lines with coffee, and that is to switch out your coffee or at least one of your cups of coffee for green tea. So green tea has a ton of health benefits, and while it still contains caffeine, it's a bit less than coffee, so that can be a little bit gentler on our bodies sometimes. And then it also contains many antioxidants and catechins and things that have been studied to contribute to many positive health outcomes, things like improved metabolism increased brain function, decreased risk for heart disease and diabetes, as well as reduced inflammation. So it would be a good thing to try. You know, matcha is like very popular right now. And that is one of the green teas that has the highest amount of those catechins and antioxidants. And so try it out. I do suggest going for an organic matcha powder if you're going to try that out. Probably not going to get all those health benefits at one from Starbucks. It's like loaded with sugar and stuff, but you can definitely find some great options out there. The next one is getting outside in the morning without sunglasses. So it's been raining here for like 10 days. So I feel like I don't remember what the sun looks like, but usually we have some morning sunshine, even on cold days. And so if you can get outside in the morning for just a few minutes, Morning light has the highest amount of red light, which can really help with circadian rhythm, which is going to support better sleep at night. It also can be really supportive of adrenal health, which is the foundation, one of the foundations of overall hormonal health. So um, definitely getting outside for just a few minutes, getting that sunshine in your eyes, not for long amounts of time, just a little bit amount of time without sunglasses. Also, in warmer months or in warmer climates, if you happen to live in a warmer climate, getting outside in mid-morning to early afternoon, getting a little bit of that sunlight in a safe manner can help with vitamin D absorption as well. And I always suggest using an app like the D-Minder app so that you're monitoring how long you're in that sunlight without sunscreen or sun protection. Okay, moving on to some things about food. So this tip is one that I'm personally trying to incorporate, and that is adding at least a handful, so a palm full of green veggies to every meal. That can be raw, cooked, however you like it, or however you tolerate it, especially in a season where there are parties every other day and delicious desserts everywhere. It's really easy to go days at a time without even having one vegetable at all. And veggies contain many vitamins and minerals and antioxidants that our bodies need, as well as fiber that oftentimes we are just not getting enough of. And it helps to feed those good gut bugs in our GI tract and help keep our digestive systems happy and moving the way that they should. So whatever you're eating, add some veggies, add a couple of your favorite options, maybe to your next grocery store trip, and then spend a few minutes when you get home having those prepped so that they're ready to go when you get home. You can dip them in your favorite dressing or sauce. You can have them roasted and ready to just add as a side dish to your meals throughout the week. Whatever your favorites are, be sure to add at least a handful. 
to whatever meal or snack you're having. The next idea is to add protein to every meal or snack. So I'm a broken record on this. You've heard me talk about protein a lot, but most of us struggle to get enough protein in throughout the day. And this can be even harder during the holiday season. So same thought as with the veggies, grab some easy, easy to prep ahead protein options from the grocery store next time you put in your order or you're there. So think about options that are easy to keep on hand, easy to prep ahead, easy to take with you on the go even. So hard-boiled eggs are a great option. The um, like tromps or some kind of organic beef or turkey um, jerky stick is a really easy thing to just kind of stash some in your purse so that you have them on hand when you have a snack or something like that. Also, using something like a bone broth protein powder is a way that I increase my protein intake throughout the day since that's something that I struggle with. So I add that to coffee or my matcha or hot chocolate or, you know, it's easy to really get into one of those options or like in a smoothie. And so you can up your protein intake that way. Also picking up like a rotisserie chicken from the store that you can use for meals throughout the week or you can use for easy salads or wraps or just to add to a baked potato or something like that. Just think of ways that you can incorporate protein easily into your meals and your snacks. The next idea is to give your body a break between meals. So we're really aiming for giving our digestive system a break in between meals, aiming for three to four hours is a good goal in between meals without constantly grazing or snacking throughout the day. Sometimes there are people that teach or there's theories out there that just grazing throughout the day is better because it keeps your metabolism going or keeps your digestive system going. But in reality, what that does is it can overtax your digestive system and you actually have an entire digestive process that needs to happen after you eat. And that takes at least 90 minutes. And so giving your body a good break in between can make sure that that full digestive process happens, which is going to mean that you digest your food more completely you absorb your food more completely, and you're less likely to end up with symptoms like bloating and other just uncomfortable things that a lot of us, I think, experience. So giving yourself that break can also be helpful. It also can help with blood sugar regulation. So give yourself that break. Try not to just constantly graze something. I know that that can be a hard habit to break, but even setting a timer on your phone or something like that to just remind you can be a helpful way to, to break that habit. So while we're talking about digestive health, we're going to go into a couple other things. You know, you guys know I love to talk about gut health. So um, one thing you hear me talk about a lot is our next tip, which is drinking a cup of bone broth daily. So bone broth is full of amino acids that help support digestion and the integrity of our gut lining. This is a really big deal and is a major first step in dealing with really any gut health issues. Um, but it's a great thing to add to your daily routine during the holiday season when most things that we are doing and or eating can be really difficult on our digestive system and on our gut health. And so incorporating a cup of bone broth daily, you don't have to do that forever, but you know, during the holiday season when our guts could need a little extra love and our immune systems need a little extra love, um, a hot cup of bone broth can be really helpful. 
Another idea is to take a probiotic daily. Another, again, great way to really support overall gut health and really, honestly, overall health is to take a good quality multi-strain probiotic daily. It is a really big deal when it comes to the immune system. And this time of year, we all could use that support. So that's a good thing to add as well. And then taking a good whole food, high quality multivitamin. So we've talked about it multiple times at this point, but we're usually struggling to get quality nutrients into our diets probably all the time, um, but especially during the holiday season. And so we could really benefit from a good quality multivitamin. Our food supply just is not what it used to be, unfortunately. And many of us are operating on less than optimal levels of a lot of vitamins and minerals that our bodies need. I know it can be sometimes overwhelming and difficult to know, okay, what is a good quality multivitamin? What do we look for? What do we look out for? And um, I have a favorites page in my full script dispensary that has a lot of my favorite multivitamins, probiotics, fish oil, all kinds of supplement things that could be beneficial. So you can find that here. I will leave a link in the show notes, but you can also always find that link in my Instagram bio. So if you're looking for a multivitamin, go check that link out there. The next idea I have for you is to take magnesium baths or do magnesium soaks. So our bodies are constantly exposed to toxins through food, environmental factors, stress, all kinds of places really. And our livers and our kidneys both have big jobs to do in our bodies to help filter and flush those toxins out of our bodies. They're designed to do that, but sometimes they get overtaxed and they need a little bit of support. So magnesium baths are a great way to support your body in those ways, especially when you are more stressed and you're eating more sugar than usual. So hello, holiday season, right? Adding Epsom salt into a magnesium bath is also an extra way to provide some extra support for your liver and it kind of ups the relaxation factor in my opinion. Magnesium is also a huge immune system supporter and just an overall health supporter and it is something that most of us are deficient in. Uh, We've talked about that on the podcast before and how you can really know that blood tests you can take and things like that but for the most part a lot of us are deficient in that at least in a level that our bodies can use the way that they need to. And transdermal magnesium is often a faster and easier way to increase those magnesium levels. So even more of a reason to add this into your routine. Also, I just think this is a great thing to incorporate into a routine during a really busy, stressful season because it gives you a minute to just catch your breath and to do something that's really helpful for your body and also helps you relax at the same time. So that's kind of a win-win in my opinion. Oftentimes when I talk about this, I have people say, well, I'm not a bath person. That doesn't sound good to me. And you can do just like a foot soak with the um, transdermal magnesium soak that you get the exact same benefit without having to actually take a bath. So that is an option as well. Um, That doesn't sound nearly as enjoyable to me, but hey, to each his own. You can find my favorite transdermal magnesium, which is from Living the Good Life Naturally on in the show notes for today's episode, as well as in the Instagram link in my Instagram bio. 
Okay, moving on to some more like stress management type things. I think a lot of us could use that this time of year. Another idea is to set some screen time boundaries. So this time of year is overstimulating in and of itself with just everything going on, everything coming at you. So even more when we add in a lot of screen time, which can happen when we're traveling or when we're waiting in lines or when we're having a, you know, awkward family get together or something. So maybe set a time in your day to unplug and spend some time screen free. This is really important after sundown. So that's going to really help with setting a good foundation for good sleep by reducing blue light. Maybe consider making this part of your evening routine or another idea is to start a no screens at the table or at dinner rule to bring a little bit more connection and peace to your family time together. Another idea is to practice meditation or breathing exercises. Holidays obviously can be stressful sometimes. There's just no way around that. So helping your body handle the stress by incorporating a calming practice like meditation or something like square breathing can be a really great way to help your body handle that stress. And so this is also a really good one to incorporate into like a bedtime routine or to do before a meal. Stress can interfere with both sleep and digestion. So you could really cover a lot of your bases just by adding in this simple practice. Another idea is to start or maybe continue, if you're already doing it, a gratitude practice, gratitude journal in the morning as you start your day. I know we just celebrated Thanksgiving, but that doesn't mean that we stop being grateful. Practicing gratitude can help keep us feeling grounded and keep us having a healthy perspective when we have really long to-do lists and a lot of things on the calendar. So this could be a great way to keep yourself centered. And then the last idea I have for you today is is incorporating a stretching routine into your day. I really like to incorporate that before bed. It can help promote more restful sleep. It also helps to break that scrolling cycle that I think a lot of us do to fall asleep. We're scrolling on our phones. And it can also help with easing tight and sore muscles that a lot of us may experience in the mornings or just random aches and pains that we might experience while we're sleeping. It can help with those things as well. So it's just a great way to end the day and a really simple thing to add to your routine. Okay, so those covered a lot of different areas of health, nutrition, gut health, stress management, movement. Which one or two of those do you think you will try to incorporate into your daily routine during the season. For me, I mentioned it earlier, but I am definitely going to try to keep incorporating the veggies with every meal. I've made my favorite ranch dressing, so I have that on hand, and so I'm just adding veggies in wherever I can throughout my day. Also, I have been doing, but I'm going to keep going with my magnesium baths most nights before I go to bed. I love my magnesium bath routine and it just it honestly makes me feel so much better it helps with some joint pain I've been having I think it also just helps me feel more relaxed and then I know that I'm doing something good for my hormones for my immune system and just overall health so that's what I'm doing whichever thing you choose I know that you'll be glad that you did and you will go into the new year 
feeling a lot better and honestly, probably more motivated to continue doing things to help your health instead of feeling like you're starting from scratch or starting from zero. I really just can't believe that we are here at the end of 2022 already. We have one more episode coming out at the end of December to help us get ready for the new year. And I've also been working on a new resource for you guys that will launch in January. So make sure you're subscribed to this podcast and make sure that you are following me on Instagram so that you don't miss when the new resources come out or when anything else comes out. And I really hope that you guys just have a wonderful holiday with your families. Incorporate one or two of these ideas. It's going to help you feel so much better and so much better about the way that you're taking care of your body. As always, keep moving forward. Go love your people well, and I'll talk to you next time. Please remember that the content in this episode is not to be considered as medical advice and is only intended as general health information. Thanks so much for listening in today. See you back here next week for another episode of the Health Forward Podcast.